Hey everyone, the Fever Dreams podcast has a new episode out right now if you haven't listened yet. It's called The Fifth Battalion. This episode is an action-style blockbuster in audio form. After his girlfriend is mysteriously kidnapped, a man discovers he's a reincarnated soldier eternally marooned on Earth as a prison planet and must fight his way to rescue the woman he loves. You can listen to this episode right now by going to feverdreamspodcast.com or search for Fever Dreams wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you stick around after the credits of this episode of The Stone House, you can hear a clip from the 5th Battalion. Thanks, and enjoy. I couldn't believe I came to this motel to meet up with Ricky. I knew it was wrong, even though me and Val had split. But nothing was set in stone yet, and here I was, kissing another man. And not just any other man, but Ricky. His hands moved up my back as we continued to kiss. I wanted to enjoy it. It's why I was here, but... But... Wait. Oh, man. I... I... Delilah, are you sure you're okay? I told you. If you don't want to do this... It's wrong, Ricky. You know that. (sighs) Maybe it is, yeah. But I like you, Delilah. I've liked you for a long time. I never said anything because of Val, but, well, I felt like maybe now that you two were- No, it's wrong. I shouldn't be here. I know that this was both of our ideas, but you're with Elena. I told you. That's not serious. It's serious enough that we have to meet in a motel. And I'm with Val. We may be apart right now, but- I'm not ready to make any serious decisions until I decide if we're truly over. You really think you'll go back to him? I don't know yet. Oh. And if I do go back to him, I don't want this looming over me. You may not have believed he was there that night you were over for dinner, but I think he was. I think he knows about us, and I can't imagine how he must feel. But what about how you feel? This won't solve anything. This won't fill the void. No matter how much I want it to. Okay, Dee. I understand. The last thing I want is for you to be uncomfortable. If you don't want to do this, then it is what it is. I'll step aside. Can't you just be there for me? As a friend? I tried, Dee. I don't think I can. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just, these feelings are still there. Then maybe we should stop talking for now. Yeah, maybe that's for the best. I'm sorry about this. But he didn't say anything. He just took our two glasses and went to the sink where he dumped the contents. I slowly backed towards the door. I'm going to go, Ricky. Okay. Take care, Dee. I felt bad, but this was the right decision. Deep down, I knew that. I never had any intentions of leading him on. I felt sick to my stomach now, and I wanted to burst out crying. But not here. I had to go. Seven Lamb Productions presents The Stone House.
episode 19. You know, I saw a ship yesterday. You did? Yeah, but it was far away. There was no way to signal it. What kind of ship was it? I think he could sense the hopefulness in my voice, so he responded in a way that brought me back down to reality. It was like this one, Dee. That's all. A large cargo ship, a tanker. Way too far away. Oh. I watched him eat some more hash. Are you almost out? No, I've been rationing, but thank you for the water. I brought another bucketful tonight. It was all I brought tonight. You're welcome. You look a lot better. Not as pale. You should see my leg. I'd rather not. So, how do you feel overall? A little better. A little... stronger. Good. He took a sip of water as I went to the rusted opening and peered down into the waves below. D, what's wrong? What's wrong? It's been three days, Val. Three days since we brought you here. Almost two weeks since we set sail. We should be across the Atlantic by now. Well, we don't know exactly how long it would take. That's if everything went according to plan. But it didn't. It didn't go according to plan. No. It didn't. When will they search for us? I don't know. I also don't know where they'll look. We would have contacted someone, though. Shouldn't they send out some kind of search party? Maybe. Maybe Kenneth would notice something's up. Or or your parents. But there's no guarantee. That's only if they think something is truly wrong. I can't, Val. I can't stay here for another week. You don't know what it's like being with him. What it's like eating with him. And what it's like... You just don't know. What happened, Dee? Did he... touch you? What? No! No, I mean... not in any way like that, but he does... Try. He keeps dropping hints. He's trying to get closer, and I think it's only a matter of time before... Okay. Okay. I won't let him. But Val didn't say anything. I turned back to him, to his face, obscured by shadow. Val? Yeah? You know how I found you? Because of the paint. I saw it on the windowsill, and I just had this feeling that maybe... Maybe it was... you. But why? I stood over him, hesitant. I know you were outside my parents' house. I know you were watching me from time to time. He looked away as if ashamed. Yeah. I was. When you weren't talking to me anymore. Especially when Ricky wasn't talking to me anymore. You saw us? I did. And? And, and I was pissed, Dee. That was a friend, and you, you invited him over for dinner, and I couldn't. (sighs) I hated myself for it. Yeah, okay. I did. 
At first, it started off as a friend thing. He wanted to get together, and I figured he was talking to you, too. He was. But when he stopped, I knew something was going on. He came on to me. Val's lips pursed and his fist clenched. You slept with him? No. No? No, I didn't. Are you surprised? I am. Why? Because I don't believe you. You think I'm lying? You've done it before. I never cheated on you. No, you've lied. You told me you wouldn't push for another kid, and the moment we get here- You're right. You're right. But I can't help it, Val. My son was taken from me. And while I blamed you for a long time, I forgave, and I thought maybe you would change your mind. I was wrong about that. Yes, you were. But I didn't cheat on you. I saw you at the motel. Uh, What? I saw you at the motel, and I saw Ricky too. You two felt too guilty to do it at his place because of his girlfriend. And you probably felt too guilty to do it at your parents, even though he was invited over for dinner. I walked back over to the rusted opening and leaned against the edge. I couldn't bear to look at him. Well? That's right, Val. I met with Ricky. He got us drinks. I dressed up. I was looking for an escape. He was nice to me. Told me everything I wanted to hear. I succumbed. But I went to that motel feeling dirty the whole time. But where I felt dirtiest was in his arms as he kissed me. I let him do it, too. Until... Until what? Until I couldn't handle it anymore. I pushed him away. I turned to face him, knowing I could now. And even though I couldn't see his face, I noticed his shoulders drop, his fist unclench. I pushed him away. You did? Yes, Val. We kissed and I regret it. That was it, though. I left shortly after that. You didn't see? No. I left after you went inside. I I felt I saw enough. Well, I left. And I went home and cried to my mom until I passed out. (laughs) At least you had someone to cry to. I knelt down beside him and put my hand on his cheek. I love you. So. Much. This pain that's living in both of us was always going to take a long time to go away. We knew that. Hell, most likely, it'll never fully go away. But I didn't want to make things worse by being with someone else. Now we're here and things are worse nonetheless. But I can't take another week on this island with that psycho. So we have to come up with a plan, because I have gone out the last two nights and have found no boat, no radio, and no phone. Did you... did you get into the closet? I slid back and sat next to him, leaning against the cold, wet wall. No, but I plan on trying tomorrow. I have to take off the doorknob, but it'll be too loud to do at night. So when do you plan to do it? I've been burning extra firewood every day, wasting it. Plus, he used a lot of wood for the barn. He made mention of us running low, so I'm hoping he'll spend tomorrow gathering more. That's when I'll do it. You know, there's a good chance there's nothing in there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe some more stuff from the old man. Or Noah's family. 
Me and Val came to the conclusion that three of the bodies he found in the cave were Noah's family, and the other, old gentleman, was someone who lived on the island, the original owner of the stone house. What if there's a radio, though? Oh, think about it, Val. Someone lived here. How did he get a hold of the mainland? How did he contact anyone? Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Gavin sunk Noah's family's boat, right? Hell, I saw it. There's a chance Gavin sabotaged every means of escape. What for? I don't know. But maybe it's to start a new life with... Me? He nodded. There's also the shed by the boathouse. I know, and you were right about the lock. There could be something in there. The only way to get in would be to bust it open, but then he'll know. I worry what he'll do if he catches me. That's why I was careful around the lighthouse. I didn't want his friend telling him of my search. Two nights ago, I explored the boathouse in the lighthouse, but I heard the creepy guy talking to himself inside, so I couldn't explore much. I also made it back to the stone house just before the sun was up. I wish I could help more. I hate sitting here waiting to see you every night, hoping that things are okay. It's gotta beat being in that cave. It's not enough. I agree with you, Val. That's why I'm going to search the closet tomorrow. It's the easiest, and I don't need a key to get in. Just a few tools. If it's empty, it's empty. But at least it's a little bit of hope right now. And in the meantime, I'll try to think of something else. Okay. I better go. I stood. I'll let you know what else I find. Do you need anything else? I'm okay right now. Okay. I bent down and kissed him on the lips. Then, I took off. It was an especially windy day today. Ah, thank you, dear. I was bringing him some water as he worked his way through a medium-sized tree at the edge of the forest. This one is a pain the way it grew, but the extra wood will be good to have. Yeah? He slammed the axe into the already half-split tree trunk and took the glass from me. Aye. I went through what was left down by the docks. And unless I want to start pulling from the dock itself, this is a necessity. Well, good. As he drank, he kept his eyes on me. It was weird. Um, what is it? <sighs> Why do I stare at you? Yeah? Because <laughs> you've been acting a little strange, dear, over the last few nights. Oh, God. Or helpful. Less combative. Oh, I, uh... I didn't notice. Well, I have. But I like it, Nadia. I like it. You and I have our squabbles for sure, but... I think you see that if you treat me with respect, I'll do the same in return. Uh, yes. I see that. Now? Good. Okay, well, I'll come back out here in a little bit to bring you more water. In the meantime, I'm going to do the dishes and watch over Noah. What about the garden? I'll get to that later. He smiled, 
a big toothy grin. That sounds wonderful, dear. He was acting strange himself. Okay then, let me know if you need anything else. Aye. I saw Noah by the fireplace. He wasn't playing with his toys or drawing. He was just sitting there, waiting for me. Okay, Noah. You know what to do the moment he stops. Mm-hmm. Good. He got up and ran to the back room. He was to be my lookout. Now, time to get to work. It was a windy day. I tried to stand at least twice every day, even with my leg, just to get the blood flowing. The problem was I knew I would lose this leg. <sighs> Regardless, I forced myself up, leaning against the wall. Dee had also found me an old mop handle that I used as a crutch, the bottom part of it broken off. It was surprisingly durable for how old I imagined it to be. I went over to the rusted opening and peered out at the rocky coast and ocean beyond. I stared at the spot where I saw the ship yesterday. If Dee didn't find a radio or phone, then the only other option we had was to display some sort of signal. I thought about the lighthouse a moment, just barely seeing the top of it in the distance. So far away. <clears throat> There's no way that thing still works. That's where that guy lived. But... sat back in my spot and covered myself with a thick blanket. There is a way to distract that scrawny asshole or wait for him to go to his cave for more artwork. Maybe then the lighthouse could be fully explored. It was so cold right now, and it was still daytime. I couldn't imagine what tonight would be like. Dee was wasting firewood. Maybe I could ask her to bring me some. These blankets were nice, but they were hardly enough. It was so hard to concentrate, but I had to think of something. The longer we waited, the worse it got. For me and for Dee. I didn't want her being in that house with him anymore. Especially with what she told me last night. Come on, Val. Think of something. Shoot, that was kind of loud. Quiet, Dee. 
My heart sank. There wasn't much of anything in this stupid closet. Some more clothes, towels, sheets, and random knickknacks. But these weren't nautically themed. I slowly went through the items. Some wooden dolls, old framed artwork of cats and dogs and mountains, a broken cuckoo clock, and other small carved wooden figures of farm animals. Most of the clothes were old and dusty, and all looked to be for men. We were right. This must have been the old man's. The old man Val discovered in the cave. That's when I saw some more pictures. These were in frames, many of which were cracked. An old man with a bushy beard standing by a windmill. Another of him in a field of flowers with what looked to be an Irish setter. And one picture showed the man standing in front of... The stone house, smiling. Oh, Jesus. Noah came running through the hall, grunting wildly. Shit! He pointed outside. He stopped? Okay, uh, do me a favor, Noah. Put all this back for me. I'll be right back. I quickly rushed to the kitchen, poured another glass of water, and ran to the door. I saw him in the distance. The axe was now in the felled tree. I never even heard it come down. I guess I was too preoccupied. Gavin looked like he was heading towards the house, but stopped when he saw me. Here you go. Good timing, dear. I was just about to come inside for a drink. Oh, really? I didn't realize. I just felt like it was time to bring you more. So, yeah, good timing. See? We know each other so well. Yeah. Again, he stared at me while downing the whole glass. <sighs> Do you want more? He wiped his mouth and shook his head. No, no. That was fine. Just fine. I'll be wrapping it up shortly, but let me get a few more good licks in. <laughs> okay. Want to make sure we have at least enough firewood for tonight, as it's looking to be mighty cold. Uh, yeah, probably. He smiled. Okay, then. Well, let me know if you need anything else. Very well. But I didn't take more than three steps back to the house before. Dear, wait. There's been something I've been meaning to speak with you about. The hairs on the back of my neck stood. My heart beat faster. Uh, what's uh, that? He put his big hand on my shoulder and squeezed gently. I want to tell you that I'm happy you're here with me now, Nadia. I've waited for you. I've waited for our family again. And now we're both here and we're happy. I see it in you. Yes. I loathed this man, but needed to play nice for the time being. Something I want you to know. I think he wanted me to ask what, but I remained silent. Now that we're here, and now that we're happy, I want to expand our... relationship. What the hell was he talking about? Obviously the boy must not be present. He may go outside or play, or maybe we wait until he's fast asleep. What the hell was this? Because he doesn't need to see us, uh, like that. Like what? Although I was pretty sure I already knew what he meant. 
I need to know I can trust you, Nadia. I need to know that I have your love. You've come around and we're both happy now, but there's more to this relationship than Choran. <laughs> Am I right, dear? But I didn't respond. And that means we have to have our time together. Time that was taken from us. Years ago. I want you to look at me like you once did. I felt sick to my stomach. He was talking about sex. No fucking way. You understand me now, Nadia? I bit my lip, but muttered. Yes, I do. Good, dear. He removed his hand, then rubbed his chin. Hmm. Then we'll have our time tonight. Tonight? Aye! Is there a problem with that, dear? Is there a... Is there a problem? I... I... I can't. Tonight. And why is that? Because I... Uh... Dear, we've been here a long while. You're living here now. We're a family. There's no one between us anymore. It's time for you to finally prove your love. Unless you're saying that you don't want to be with me, and if that's the case... I was so nervous, I couldn't think straight. I needed to come up with something. N no, it's not that at all. I... I... It's just I, um, I... Then the smile slowly crept across his face, and in a few seconds he was laughing. <laughs> oh, Nadia, now I understand. I understand completely. What? <laughs> it's that time. Why didn't you just say so? It's just us out here. He collected himself and wiped a tear from his eye. <laughs> I see you're embarrassed by it, but it's natural, part of life. We can wait, dear. We can wait. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Thank you. But then we must have our time. I want us to have the best relationship possible. I want it to be better than before. It needs to be better, no? I, um, agree. Good. Good. Then go, dear. Let me get back to it. And maybe you can get us some food cooking early tonight. I'm going to be very hungry once I finish here. <clears throat> uh, okay. Jesus. Now I was forced to fake being on my period. How long could I keep that up? It didn't matter. I wanted off this island. I didn't find anything useful in that closet. But maybe Val had come up with something. At least, I hoped so. Suddenly, I had a weird feeling. I didn't hear Gavin hacking away at the tree. I slowly turned around and saw him, just standing there in the open, with the axe leaning on his shoulder, staring at me. He didn't move or wave. He just stood there, smiling. A chill ran down my spine. Please, Val. Please tell me you have an idea. Stone House Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Corey Pettit as Delilah Robert M. Lamb as Val Jack Austin as Gavin Co-starring Dennis Caldwell 
Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a 7 Lamb production. And now for a clip from the Fever Dreams episode, The Fifth Battalion. I remember it was a Wednesday. I didn't want to face Linda sober, so I'd visited the bar across the street. It was dead. Either because everyone was at the climate change protest, or I was the only guy in San Francisco avoiding his girlfriend. Out late, are we? Had me worried. And you're home early. What? Nobody sued anybody today? Mm-mm. You know, I recall someone saying he was gonna make me dinner. Oh. I did. I cooked you dinner and I'm warming it up as we speak. I'm intrigued. Hey, did you run into the protest? Oh. Yeah. Did you? No, but we could hear them. Even twelve floors up. And did you see the ones in LA and New York? Unreal. And now Paraguay is attacking Bolivia. What? Don't you ever feel like someone or some group is orchestrating all this? Global warming? Wars all over the place. It's like they're pitting us against each other. Because that's the point. Chaos. Well, they're bastards. Whoever they are. Here you are, madame. Booyah Base and Quiche Loren. How's this for making up? Mmm, magnifique. But making up for what exactly? Being late or are we talking about something else here? Wait, something at work. Oh, Norman. No, no, it's just... Oh my god! Tell me you didn't get fired. Again. Babe. Come on. It was a crap job anyway, and I never meant to be a barista this long, you know? I'm 29. You were spacing out again, huh? That's not fair. Isn't it? You won't go on meds. You won't see a therapist. I might see a therapist. I mean, going solo isn't working so great. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you're suddenly so self-aware. Damn it! <coughs> Wait! I want to talk. I don't want to talk, Norman. I want you to show up. I want you to do what you say you're going to do. Because I am done playing roommate. I need you to find something in your life you actually want to commit to. There. Fixed it. Good night. Well, then I'm getting up early and making you breakfast. Can't. I have to be in early. But this will be ready in ten minutes. You haven't even eaten. So freeze it along with my eggs. It was 2 a.m. by the time I finally crawled into bed. Drunk. And fully dressed. 
Linda curled into me, and it was easy to pretend that the fight never happened. But an hour later, the door to our bedroom burst open. What? Norm! I fought back, but they kept coming. I pressed one of their guns into Linda's hands. She was frozen, unable to act, but I needed her to snap out of it if we were going to escape. Babe, take the gun. You have to cover me. I, I can't. You can. Okay. And she did. She covered me all the way as we climbed out and down the fire escape. We thought we'd made it. Are you okay? Norm, watch out! When I came to, the sun was starting to rise, and Linda was gone. Linda! Linda! She was nowhere in sight. I crawled back up the fire escape into the apartment. The bodies of the intruders were gone, but so was Linda. Then, I noticed a manila envelope pinned to the wall with a knife. Inside, there was an old flip phone. There was only one number in the directory, so I called it. How's your head, moron? Where's Linda? And who the fuck are you? We have business to address. Let me speak to her. We know you have it. Have what? Norm! I'm in a van outside Moscone Center! Teach a girl some manners and get me the drive. The drive? Yes, moron. The drive. You have it. I don't, but I know where it is. I just need a couple days to get it to you. You have two hours. Don't fuck it up for her sake. Make sure to visit feverdreamspodcast.com to hear the rest of the episode.